Greetings, witches. Have you heard about our upcoming gathering, Spirit Confluence? We are so excited to be partnering with the Spirit House Collective for our first hybrid event of 2022. We will have online programming on March 26th, including virtual shopping on Pop Shop Live, as well as remote practitioners, which you can book with. And we will be gathering in person for the first time since 2019 in Los Angeles at the Fig House in Highland Park on March 27th. This is going to be such a stellar gathering. We have an incredible lineup of practitioners who are joining us to offer their services as well as teachers. Learn about your witchy signatures in your birth chart from Kira Taborn. Or join us for an in-person panel discussion from the curator of the Library of Esoterica, plus some very special guests. You won't want to miss it. Head to spiritconfluence.com and grab your tickets. See you there. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all doing well. It's Karima. I'm an astrologer and a tarot reader, and I'm with Mariana, hi guys. Hey Mariana, um, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's good to be back for, for the new year, new astrological year. Aries season is upon us. Oh yeah, we're uh, back guys. And just to remind you, Mariana is a beautiful astrologer and a writer. Thank you. And we've been doing a lot of workshops, especially in 2020 with Mariana, with the Modern Witches Conference. Mm -hmm. And we did a lot of lives on Instagram, full moon, new moon. And we started like since, I think it was, we started in Pisces, Aquarius season, we started. Mm -hmm. We started in Aquarius season to basically give you a little bit of an overview of what the upcoming season is bringing us. Mm -hmm. but also giving you uh, inside sign by sign kind of a deep dive not a deep dive because it's like probably around five to ten minutes but kind of an overview for what is happening for you especially and this part is on youtube so on this podcast for this episode we're going to talk about the general reading of the season the major aspects and what we can expect from every season and what is probably like keywords or attention that is good to set for every season. And then on YouTube, you can find on our Modern Witches Conference channel, you can find the horoscope side by sign. And as always, we advise to look at your sun sign, your ascendant and your moon to have a better reading and kind of like a better view of what season is bringing you. And also see what's resonated most with you. Um, so yeah, Mariana, do you want to add anything? Uh, no, it, I think it's an exciting, very packed with action Aries season, and we are going through a very difficult times collectively. And I think um, it's important to understand this transits, this what what the universe is trying to communicate us from a more um elevated perspective yes sort of like a bird's eye view of what's happening so we can navigate it navigate this time with 
from the place of our highest selves. Yeah. We need this right now more than ever. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. And with a place also with of compassion and I think also surrender to the energy because yeah. I think with this season, when I look at all the aspects which Marina mm-hmm. and I are going to dive deep, mm-hmm. we get a lot of activities of Mars and Mercury. And we see that we are in a fiery season uh, and Aries is known as a warrior. Um, so we can see that there is a lot of activities happening. And so I think it's great because that helps us to move forward and see what the future can bring us but also it can be really create a lot of anxiety when things are moving really fast and that we can maybe I feel like for this season with Mercury we're going to go one by one but Mercury is going through all those stuff (laughs) meaning he's going through different signs and he's conjuncting different planets and he's Mm-hmm. And it's going through different elements of each sign that are like one time you're going to be really watery and another time really fiery. And so that for me, it's a lot of information that's coming up to us, a lot of that can be true or not true. And so the first red flag for me when I see that is like for every season, make sure that the information you receive is true and not freak out at the first thing that you read on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important um, and so because we have Mercury right on March 20 where right when the sun come in in, in Aries we have is conjuncting Jupiter and then it's conjuncting Neptune on March 23rd and mm-hmm. then Mercury ingresses into Aries on March 27 and then Mercury conjunct the sun on April 2nd and Mercury conjunct Uranus on April 17th. So it's doing a lot of, is going through major free signs and conjuncting different planets at a really fast pace. Yeah, 100%. And why we focus on Mercury at this moment in time is that it feels like to us at least that information is shaping our reality so much, right? Mm-hmm. And Mercury being in the beginning of the season in Pisces and then moving into Aries and then on April 10th moving into Taurus, we're gonna experience that roller coaster of truth here. And Mercury doesn't really rule truth, right? We need to remember that it doesn't. It rules so just information. So true what you just said <laughs> Mercury not holding truth. Sorry. It's not. It Mercury is duality mercury is perception mercury is all things but it's not the truth so we need to remember not none of the information coming in is necessarily has has that power to be acknowledged as an ultimate truth and it might feel a little bit uncertain to be in that space but we need here with when mercury conjuncts neptune on march 23rd in pisces i think we need to tap into that compassion to ourselves of not knowing like not knowing is better than being certain at this moment in time it's much better and we need to kind of like maybe like let that notion sink 
And that's all when I think about not knowing is just keeping hope high. Mm-hmm. And I think when everybody prays for a higher, absolutely, you know, a higher result or a, a, a or a resolve of a of a situation or something like that, there is a better chance that we come together to resolve that absolutely. than like being so assertive about an information and thinking mm-hmm. that it's true and that's the only solution. I think Mercury this season is asking us to be flexible. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about it in a general, kind of in the mundane astrology, but also I'm talking about in a private life, everything mm-hmm. that's come up, problem that in the day you can have, some stuff going to slide and that you don't need to react to every little thing that is happening. And sure. trusting also people around you and trusting that people will have the right response and trusting that you can also delegate. This is something I'm talking more on a, on a personal level that sometimes when you have an information or a problem, you want to react fast and you mm-hmm. think only you can do it and pass the communication on. And so you need to trust also your coworker or your family members that yeah. people around you, this is also... This is a big, like, we need support when Mercury goes fast like this because our nervous system, it's really active. Mm-hmm. So anything that you can have that is really soothing, um, and I'm talking about herbs away now, mm-hmm. just to let you know, guys, um, when you have a Mercury active like this, everything really, re- I will say, soothing the nervous system is really good like lemon balm, valerian, mm-hmm. kava, like everything that can bring you just that night having a drink of tea and that can be your ritual, that's really good because every season when the sun comes to Aries, it's asking you, spring equinox, think of shifting, light is coming yeah. and there is a lot of energy of a go, 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 which is great, which we need, which the season, the season is for, but it's also making sure that we nurture our body uh, with the right element and nutrition nutrients when it's so much fiery, which can keep our body dry because we go, go, go. So keep nourishing your body with plants, with food. It's a, it's a good thing because we usually with that type of energy, we like, we forgot to eat lunch or we forgot to drink water. That's what's happening with that. So yeah. And just to what you said, kind of wrapping up on mercury is mercury when mercury is in areas from um when is that in areas uh march 27th from march 27th we can become more reactive our nervous system can become more reactive to external influences and it's important to really find that grounding energy within yourself because Mercury in areas can be quite a sprinter, you know, like it's, it want to sprint through information. It want to like, that like impatience to it. This is the last thing we need right now is impatience in terms of information. We need yeah. to, by, by the time Mercury ingress in areas, we should try to cultivate that, that, that sense of groundness and presence in the moment not reactionary attitude it's not gonna lead anywhere mm-hmm. but 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 a thrive and some kind of like arguments maybe we don't need that we are like already the the 
collective space is so unfortunately contaminated with energies that are not helping. So how about we try to be more conscious? Yeah. What we invest, what, what do we put into this collective pool of energy? Yes. And there is Mars square in Uranus in, the March, in March 26th, 22nd. And we have Mars squaring the nodes at 23 degree on April 5th, which is doing a T square, a grand square, I think. It's like Mars with Saturn is squaring nodes of the moon. Yeah. Yeah. So with Mars also involved so highly. And Mars ingress in Pisces in April 14th. So I just feel that's also adding the spices to already Mercury that is like going so fast and add, like putting the anger on it like even more and high like and with Mars going to Pisces for me it's a boiling water basically. So mm -hmm. make sure that your anger is directed in the right direction. It's good to have anger. It's good to have passion. It's good to have um like up for like a upcoming that is like very fiery for what you want to get i think is really good because you can look at the square square i don't see that i'm opposite opposition which is for me really for me it's a little bit announced and a feet higher than a square a square for me it's a really a conflict that is necessary to have Mm -hmm. to be able to come up even stronger after that an opposition i feel sometimes you're still struggling it's like the balance the square is like a problem you resolve to be able to move forward pretty fast mm -hmm. and so you can see the square at the upper level or at the lowest level <laughs> and mm -hmm. for me my square uranus and my strength second is just a repetition also of what we heard with saturn square uranus for so long mm -hmm. last year and it's like bringing even more fiery on what is old and what is new and what the population wants, what the people want mm -hmm. and wants to renovate. And there is the old structure that keep holding us. And there is the masters like activating the people and say, no, we're going to move forward. It can be the opposite also when the, the patriarchy <laughs> I will call it like that. We'll keep the power in place and put pressure on Uranus. Mm -hmm. um, it's very interesting. I just want to add to that, that the Mars conjunct Saturn. So it's all happening on April 4th and 5th, the conjunction between Mars and Saturn and the square to nodes in Taurus and Scorpio. It's all like, it's actually going to be active from the very beginning of April. But like Saturn is its home sign in Aquarius, conjunct Mars. So whatever collective desires to bring some change or action or righteous fury probably will be suppressed because Saturn here is stronger, right? Yeah. So Saturn here. And then when we have this nodes to the moon, to me, it's like, uh, in many ways, something to do with the distribution between collective and individual. Mm -hmm. What's happening there? What's, hap what's being 
changed behind the scenes, South Node and Scorpio. What's being let go as we don't see it's be, it being let go? And how can we as a collective, Mars and Aquarius, maybe stand up for the inevitable changes or the redistributions that we have so little power over? You know, it's like this aspect to me is one of the most tense points of the airy season yeah. because it really like intensifies the the fight for territories for resources for what's under earth financial institutions banking system all those things are getting under such scrutiny in the beginning of april we'll see how it's gonna play out again watch out for your nervous system that's what matters yeah like really but there is yeah definitely that's what we feel like i feel like i'm always happy with every season coming out i was like this is new this is new beginning i felt with some people that's gonna be it is always depend on your chart and what's going on in your personal life so of course you want to launch something you want to start something new and you program that's always good during every season no matter what there's the fire will bring you power but we're talking about more like on the larger scales we can see that with mars being so involved with uranus and i just feel like there is a a conflict between population and power the between the people for and sure. power. there's something happening it's been happening for a while and now with the Wars are happening. I just feel this still, we're still in that zone in every season. Um, and I don't, like right now for every season, I don't, I see even more stuff happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it'll help us to get to the end of that. Or it's just like even more tumultuous. I just feel like there's more things happening, more decision made that might be just being, taken on an impulse instead of like yeah. waiting to see what's happening in the long run there's like a with the resources because we absolutely. have uranus in taurus and it's not liking being there it's mm -hmm. not strong as saturn in aquarius or even mars in aquarius yeah right so here i want to mention something about the ingress of the sun in aries season to towards what you said between people and governments when sun ingresses into areas we have the square between pluto moon is going to be at the last degree of libra because it's sign libra yeah so and then pluto at 28 degrees is squaring moon and libra so pluto and capricorn which is power governments authority patriarchy things of established nature that are on the last legs of transition and dying out and change and transformation a challenging moon which is people and desire for justice and peace in libra right so here there's this clash that's happening so we can tell a lot about the season by the by how the season starts by the chart of this the ingress as soon as the sun enter aries with the chart yeah. is black mm -hmm. and yeah the help here i want to make an emphasis on one thing neptune is sextiling north node in taurus and trining 
south node in Scorpio. So what does this tell us? Nature, spirituality, compassion, higher knowledge. Um, Shared resources. <laughs> yeah, like that major, like that sense of compassion, like the answer for us that like the harmonious aspect that supports this season is in taking care of the earth, taking care of our values, North Node and Taurus, Neptune, imagining, dreaming, creativity in Pisces. Mm -hmm. They're like a 23 degree sextiling. Mm -hmm. Like there is this, that's where the solution to, I feel like a lot of issues for us it's a, like we have this vital energy and this energy needs, if we don't use it right way, it's going to be sucked out of us in the wrong way. Yeah, because somewhere we start with really like, in, like deep shit. <laughs> Sorry. We're like, oh my God. But actually we wanted to start with like the heavy stuff because like, I, I like what you said, Mariana. And I think that introduced us to the second part of the, of this general reading, which is what is happening in Pisces. So in a weird way, we have a lot of active things that are happening. Yeah. And in everything that we said, and especially what just Mariana said just earlier about compassion and values. Uh, and you, we have Jupiter conjuncting Neptune on April 12th in Pisces, which is pretty exceptional. Yes, Jupiter is conjuncting Neptune every 12 years. That's something that is regular. But in Pisces, that's something that is really rare. And it happened 166 years ago, I think. Yeah. eight years ago. And that's also, cool. I just want to add something. We're doing an event on that with Modern Witches. Oh, yeah. We are doing, yeah, you're doing a workshop, Maria. I'm doing a live podcast workshop that you guys can join. Uh, it's on April 3rd. All the information is on the Modern Witches Conference where we dive deep on this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. The conjunction yeah. itself, like Karima said, uh, is on April 12th. That's amazing. Sorry, I just wanted to remind everyone. Yeah, please, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I am like so, so excited about that. And people need to know about this one because it's a really, I just felt with the Neptune there and Jupiter, Neptune in Pisces. So we saw since Neptune in Pisces came into, yeah, since Neptune came into Pisces, there's a big increase of like spiritual guide that we spoke, we speak about, or like everything related to esoteric occult and the unseen world. And there's a lot of people that are getting more interest to that. And I think with Jupiter coming into conjunct Neptune, that just bring a broader view that we're talking about the spirit, for me, the spiritual awakening on a larger scale that is happening. And that we're gonna see it unfold even more on the upcoming months after that. Yeah. So you have a busy, the busy seasons, <laughs> really busy seasons with a lot of us, a lot of information and on the side, on the hiding side, what is happening uh, for me, for everyone, is a huge spiritual awakening because Jupiter is faith. Jupiter is higher knowledge, it's philosophy, it's growing, it's, it grows everything that it touch. And for me, it's to bring your conscience into the unconscious with the Neptune there and with like 
-hmm. everything that we cannot see or grasp or dreamery we try to make sense of it we try to 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 find a belief in it and we try to create our own belief which is like yeah. create our own religion our type of sense or like creating our own spiritual practice on a larger like it feels like people are touching with the ancestors people are touching more towards spiritual guide towards angel whatever it is it feels like there is people are hungry for knowledge towards that um, part of their life and it's just bringing on paper what it has been coming up for so long and jupiter's mm -hmm. just gonna bring more guides and more knowledge and more like truth and faith and bigger vision of that so yeah i'm really excited about that part that is happening it it, it means the world is crazy changing and there's so much happening but at the same time there is a higher awakening in all of that mm -hmm. which is and it's like it's so weird because it's a higher awakening of also what people are like the suffering of others which is really heavy for people and we saw that now you know what is happening on the outer side of the world you know what is happening i remember when there was this attack on in new zealand a country that we barely talk about in using in the attack on the mosque, the whole world was aware of that any attack on other people the old the whole world is aware and going to talk about it and see the atrocity of it and mm -hmm. even if it doesn't touch us directly in our country or in our neighborhood we're going to be touched by com communication so i also feel that jupiter and neptune bring in a higher awareness even on like feelings that we can have for the entire world and what the world is bringing through and i feel like since jupiter is here also and like what's what happened with covid and all that there's a like something cross bound uh, borders something is crossing borders and the connection between different ethne or the knowledge of having ethne who have difficulties with or past trauma with like i'm saying an example colonialism it's like we are having an awareness of a lot of suffering and trauma that's happening mm -hmm. from different ethnicity of ourselves, and we try to have we start to see huge compassion around it and use and it just is growing sorry i went on a huge narrative here but that's it's what it is it's also beautiful and you like it makes so much sense um because we are First of all, both planets are in their home sign. Mm -hmm. sure. To take modern astrology or Actually, traditional astrology, they are, yeah. They are both in their home sign, so they're in their, it's their powerhouse. And um, I just think that uh, for me personally, when Jupiter and Neptune are in their home signs coming together, for me, it's actual true, like, because Neptune can 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 create a lot of illusions and like sometimes even like straight out lies, you know. Um, and here, Jupiter, I, I'm hopeful. I will be honest. I'm very hopeful about what's to come, because if we look at the last conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune, which was in Aquarius, right? And so the last two conjunctions, they were both in Saturn ruled signs. Aquarius and in Capricorn, right? 
And now they're coming and the first time in several decades, they're having a conjunction in a Jupiter ruled sign. So for me, it's a very hopeful new beginning, right? It's a new beginning of a new healing cycle. It's a cycle where we can um, really look, like you said, across the borders, across, it's, it's all very, whatever happens on the other side of the world, like I said earlier, it's a collective pool. We all feel this pool right now. We, we yeah. it's like that. there's no escape from this energy. And if you think that we this call the collective pool, the, the this podcast, collective, <laughs> absolutely, because whatever happens somewhere, with so much expansion, we feel the heaviness. This heaviness is hard to avoid. It's like we feel this need to heal. We're looking at different modalities to heal. We're looking at different, uh, we look at, we, we're in search of teachers who can help us, Jupiter and Pisces, right? Like maybe someone or an energy of, maybe, maybe many new teachers or people who can lead us through this will emerge during this conjunction. Or maybe you can find that teacher within yourself and find yourself on the path of healing and helping your community to heal. It's it's I it's very important this conjunction because without healing our communities, our collective shadow, that is, right, we cannot move forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The collective shadow is like really on the rise right now. And Jupiter and Pisces, Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces are really here to help us heal it. Yeah. It's beautiful conjunction. I'm like super excited about it. Me too. I'm really excited about and it. And you know when what I said about bringing it to light, the conjunction in Aquarius that happened, it happened right after the crash, the economic crash, when we learned about all the messed up things that has been done behind the scenes. Yeah. It actually <laughs> happened in 2009. So, yeah. it, so the crash happened, obviously we all know in 2008. And then yeah. 2009, all of that, horrible schemey behavior yeah that happened 12 like so the previous was prime and all that yeah yeah so jupiter and neptune kind of brought it up into like they're like here the truth of what has been hidden neptune yeah. was brought up <laughs> to the surface yeah. so i'm hoping a lot of like collective hidden things will rise to the surface during this one too yeah well, <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. Um, I was like, if you're okay, Marina, I think we can close this episode with the new moon at 11 degree that is happening on March 31st. Mm -hmm. And we also can talk about full moon in Libra on April 16th. Yeah. Um, so I do feel like, I'm, I'm, I just feel on a more personal level, the new moon, 11 degree, 11 is a number, a higher vibration number. We know yeah. it. It's a lot related to communication with gods and and what the unseen word and your wish. And so I do think for Aries, Aries, a fiery sign um, is a beginner sign, is everything that starts 
and so everything that I said you want to earlier for this season for the start mm-hmm. a good intention ritual or even journalist about you want what you want to start on March 31st for the new moon in Aries it's so mm-hmm. important it's so welcome and it's with Mercury so come in talk your desires into the exactly. world and it's I mean it's not an exact but it's in harmonious energy with Mars though it's like not close degrees but if we talk like whole sign aspects mm-hmm. it harmoniously aspected by both Saturn um, Venus and Mars because they're yeah. in Aquarius um, so yeah I think speak your wishes into existence speak your desires into existence this is the beginning of a new cycle and Jupiter is already like just two degrees away from Neptune so um, really tap into that energy of manifestation I think it's pretty awesome it's really it's really good and so yeah mercury is basically conjunct mercury is at eight degrees mm-hmm. and it's conjuncting the new moon and i just feel like and it's also conjuncting chiron who's at 12 degree I, oh my god so important oh, so, yeah so yes it's this for new beginning but it's also a good new moon for healing a everything is pointing to healing it's really pointing to healing a lot this new moon in with there's no doubt with jupiter and neptune still conjunct so everything that like chain you to move really everything i'm thinking of the devil card i'm thinking of the seven of sword the nine of sword (laughs) those are like i'm talking about tower cards here and i feel like it's it's a feeling of being chained of something that block you to move forward. It can be, I'm just thinking, it can be starting a new relationship because you're scared that, that you will, this new relationship will be the same as the past one. Or you're mm-hmm. scared of launching yourself. You always dream of having a YouTube channel about gardening, but you never, you're always blocking yourself. That is a mm-hmm. good, good time to dive deep into yourself, to find what is chaining you, to find kind mm-hmm. of a, a little bit what is blocking you or even to push through that that thing and to be able to start this is a really good one yeah. for any initiation that in the past you couldn't do it or couldn't make it yeah absolutely yeah mercury chiron sun moon together it's like who do you want to be in this world yeah for this who, new astrological year too who do you want to be who do you want to be and how is that choice of who you are or is contributing to to healing because choosing the truth of our self of our authentic self is healing in itself right yeah and i think this is where we are like stepping into that individual power for mm-hmm. because it's, it's interesting, I just had this thought where I'm like, only when we truly can step into this individual power, we can, and that Jupiter with Neptune, we can actually heal. 
that's when we heal we step into the on the other side that's when we heal we step into our individual authentic self so those two energies together during this new moon working so beautifully nice and then we have a full moon in libra mm -hmm. at 26 degree this one is a trickster <laughs> Yeah, there is a, a definitely about this full moon for me. It's definitely about you and the other on a personal level. I'm talking mm -hmm. about you and the other, your boundaries and your power and the other person of the other group. There is something that is related to yourself, your realm and the other group or the other person there's a, maybe something that has been brought up or about your boundaries and about what you give to others and what you receive there's definitely this balance between keeping the peace or the harmony of something or speaking your own truth yeah and this is a very uh, it's i will be honest this is a this is not the easiest of the full moons because it's square in Pluto. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have okay. Mercury in applying conjunction with Uranus. Mm -hmm. So unexpected information can trigger this release. Unexpected information from the authorities of this world. Unexpected behavior, Pluto in Capricorn squaring moon and sun right mm. square maybe someone in sun in the position of authority square and moon people also you know like so here it's like a sense of abrupt energy to it but on a positive note it's it's um the new uh, the full moon is trying in saturn so there is a structured solutions out there for us. Mm -hmm. There are solutions, there are solutions, there are ways how to deal with this endings mm -hmm. in a more in healthier, constructive, mature ways. Yeah. You know, I think it's, um, it's gonna be a big release, the end of the Aries season. It's ideas about that we have, about how the justice is done. I like it, like it a yeah. lot. But I think we're done for this month, Mariana. What do you think? It's a lot of information already. It's a lot of information because it's a very busy month. It's a month where the priority is healing like we said and be mindful of what you put into the collective pool i like the collective pool mm -hmm. i really do like that one yeah. <laughs> well thank you everyone thank you for listening to us of course your horoscope is going to be on youtube if you want to listen to it or more when we're talking about more personal level private level um so yeah check it out don't forget that mariana is doing a workshop on april 12th oh sorry april what third oh it's the third okay mm -hmm. april 3rd on jupiter conjunct neptune yeah which is yeah 
Thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.